While we were marching through Georgia, everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alaman left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right to left walk on your heel and toe. Promenade that pretty gal to Georgia. The Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C. lists eight soldiers from Habersham County who fought in Vietnam. Today, we're going to talk about one of them. Hilliard Wilbanks, born in 1933 and served in the Air Force, eventually earning the Medal of Honor. This is Moving Through Georgia. Because it is awarded by Congress, it's often called the Congressional Medal of Honor. It goes back to the Civil War, and the requirements to earn it have changed over the years, but currently the medal is awarded to any service member who shows bravery or gallantry above and beyond the call of duty while engaged with an enemy, or while serving with a friendly nation's forces against an enemy. 3,535 have been awarded as of the day I recorded this, and um, as of now, 65 of those recipients are still alive. Only one was awarded to a woman. Andrew Johnson awarded the medal to Dr. Mary Walker in 1865 to recognize her service caring for prisoners of war. She was not a member of the armed forces and therefore didn't qualify for any medals, but she could be awarded the Medal of Honor. Although Johnson's reasoning has occasionally been debated, the Medal of Honor Committee does recognize her as a deserving recipient. The first winner, of course, was Jacob Parrott, who, with some others, captured a Confederate train at Big Shanty, Georgia, and began the Great Locomotive Chase. I cover that in Episode 9. 64 Medals of Honor were awarded for actions during the Battle of Gettysburg. Spend a little time at the website. I left it in the show notes. The stories are really interesting. Hilliard Wilbanks grew up in Cornelia. After high school, he joined the Air Force and served for a few years as an air policeman. They used to call them military police or MPs. He started flying in 1854 and a year later was an instructor at Greenville Air Force Base in Mississippi. He also flew an F-86 Sabre and worked aircraft maintenance and air control. In Vietnam, he flew a Cessna 01 Bird Dog. That's an observation plane that had been in use since pretty much right after World War II. The idea was to fly a light plane over enemy positions to spot artillery targets and basically gather information. They were a fairly common sight in the skies over Vietnam, and by the close of the war, 469 of these planes would be lost. It was dangerous work to fly low over the enemy and fly circles to relay information to the artillery crews, and at that time, those particular planes had no armor or weapons. Wilbanks had earned the Distinguished Flying Cross and 17 Air Medals by 1967. He had 487 combat missions behind him, and he was scheduled to leave Vietnam and travel to Texas, where he would return to training pilots. His wife and four children also waited for him in the States. There was a region in the mountains called Dalat. The Viet Cong were known to harass the area, and northern troops sometimes moved through the region from north to south. In February of 1967, a battalion of North Vietnamese soldiers came to the area and connected with local Viet Cong. 
they took possession of a tea plantation and began building defenses and ambush sites. When a South Vietnamese company went out the next morning to sweep the area, they were attacked and nearly all the company were lost. Because so many died, including the radio operator, no one knew the attack had even happened. The bodies were removed and the survivors were held out of sight. Reconnaissance aircraft flew overhead in search of the lost men, but no sign of them was found. Wilbanks was in the area and he was one of the pilots who was called in for the search. Flying over the tea plantation, he noticed some signs that there was something wrong, and he warned a company of army rangers who were moving toward the plantation. The enemy knew they were found out. Wilbanks fired a smoke rocket to mark the enemy force, and the helicopter gunships moved in. The enemy was under fire from the air, and the rangers were under fire from the enemy. One helicopter was damaged, and the rest were released to escort it away from the fighting. Without that constant air assault, the North Vietnamese bolted from their hiding places and assaulted the Rangers. Wilbanks tried to distract them with another smoke missile and then flew low over the enemy three times, firing out the window with his M16 rifle. His plan worked. The enemy assault was significantly slowed because they had to hit the ground every time the Cessna passed overhead. The Rangers in the area were able to move back to better positions. Witnesses claim that they could hear enemy bullets hitting Wilbanks' plane every time he dropped to attack. Soon another Cessna arrived. They saw the plane flying erratically and they could see Wilbanks slumped over the controls. And that plane flew alongside until Wilbanks' plane crashed. He was still alive when the rescuers got to the crash site. The helicopter gunships were brought back and tried to cover the rescuers who were under heavy fire. Those helicopters were damaged from ground fire and had to retreat. This was the situation an unarmed medevac helicopter had to fly into to pick up the wounded flyer. That other Cessna flew low in another direction to draw the enemy fire and Will Banks and his rescuers were picked up. He was taken to safety but died en route. 36 Army Rangers were lost in that battle. Their commander estimated that without Wilbanks' attack charges, it would have been two or three times that. The Medal of Honor was presented to his wife in 1968. The citation reads, Captain Wilbanks recognized that close support aircraft could not arrive in time to enable the Rangers to withstand the advancing enemy onslaught. With full knowledge of the limitations of his unarmed, unarmored, light reconnaissance aircraft and the great danger imposed by the enemy's vast firepower, he unhesitatingly assumed a covering, close support role. His daring tactic successfully interrupted the enemy advance, allowing the Rangers to withdraw to safety from their perilous position. That's the way we do it down in Georgia. Everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The yellow man left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right left walk on your heel and toe. From an aid that pretty gal to Georgia. That's all.